1: Lone Star Standoff. We are in a fight to save our democracy. Vaccine nerve damage warning. It is remarkably rare. Western fire threat. That fire can burn this town to the ground. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. Dozens of Democrats in the Texas state legislature are now in Washington, D.C., and they plan to stay there for the balance of a special session called to pass Republican election bills. Here's CBS's Ed O'Keefe.
0: More than 50 Texas House Democrats arrived in the Washington area last night after fleeing a special session of the Texas legislature, called to address about a dozen issues, including changes to state elections laws. There is nothing special about this special session. This is a suppression session. We're not going to put up with that. Democracy is on the line. The eyes of the nation are on Texas. Texas Democrats killed a similar Republican-backed elections bill in May by walking out in the closing minutes of the regular session. So Governor Greg Abbott and Republicans are trying again. Their proposals would eliminate drive through and 24-hour early voting used for the first time last year in the predominantly Democratic Houston area. They would also expand early voting hours to some medium-sized counties, add ID requirements for voting by mail, and give more powers to partisan poll watchers. My Abbott called the Democrats quitters. quitters. It's like uh, during a, a football game or a baseball game, taking their equipment when they're way behind and just leaving the field. And he said they will face legal consequences.
1: Once they step back into the state of Texas, they will be arrested and brought to the Texas Capitol, and we will be conducting business. I'm Stephen Portnoy at the
0: White House. Press Secretary Jen Psaki says a speech in Philadelphia today affords the president the chance to again call for the adoption of voting rights measures that Senate Republicans have blocked. And how we need to work together with civil rights organizations to build as broad a turnout and voter education system to overcome the worst challenge to our democracy since the Civil War. Saki says Mr. Biden will call the state measures advanced by Republicans authoritarian and anti-American.
1: There's a new FDA warning about the Johnson & Johnson COVID-19 vaccine. The one-shot dose could be linked to the risk of a rare neurological condition. Gilan Barre says the importance of putting this on the label is in spirit of true transparency so patients and doctors can be aware that if there is muscle weakness it can be treated early. CBS's Dr. David Agus there have been 100 reports of this with most patients needing hospital treatment and one reported death. In Mississippi, the state with the lowest vaccination rate, CBS's Omar Villafranca looks at the Delta State's battle against the Delta variant. 16-year-old John Eubanks is supposed to get his first dose of the Pfizer vaccine, but he's a little nervous. What's you play?
0: Football and also... Oh,
1: come on now. So Coach T is here to give him a pep talk. It's going to be like a little mosquito bite. After Eubanks rolls up his sleeve... Denise Taylor is the clinic operations manager at the Delta Health Center in Mound Bayou, Mississippi. She coached women's basketball in the WNBA and at Jackson State University. Now she's doing a different kind of recruiting, going out into the community to convince her neighbors to get vaccinated. What is it like for you when somebody you've talked to for 30 to 45 minutes and then you see them come and get a vaccine? It's like winning a game. People are tired of hearing from elected officials, but they'll hear it from a coach. Yes. (laughs) Enthusiasm for the shot is still low. On this trip, the community bus only brought in two patients. In seven western states, about 50 major fires are burning. Some have already been destructive, forcing people to clear out of their homes. CBS's Lilia Luciano has the latest.
0: Searing heat along with windy dry conditions fueled the river fire as it burned near Yosemite National Park and raced towards homes. Less than 200 miles north, firefighters running for cover as the Beckworth Complex Fire just north of Lake Tahoe exploded. Blaze is California's largest fire so far this year. The strong winds continue to whip up the flames, a big concern for Bob Schoenstein.
1: That fire can be on the other side of that mountain and it can put embers down in the middle of this town and burn this town to the ground. Haitian authorities say a 62-year-old businessman living in Florida who's now under arrest is one of the key figures in the assassination of President Juvenel Moise. But those close to the suspect tell the Associated Press he thought the plan was to arrest the president, not kill him. CBS's Mola Lenghi is in Port-au-Prince. Most of the Colombians alleged to have been involved have been arrested, as have two Haitian Americans who claim they were hired as translators. But just how the assassins breached three security checkpoints is still unknown. And none of the president's guards were wounded in the violent attack raising the possibility the attackers had inside help. In Cuba, police are out in force after weekend protests over high prices and food shortages. The situation has brought out supporters in Miami's Little Havana.
0: Simple things from clean drinking water to electricity to food, air conditioning, basic medical needs, basic, are absent. These people don't have what they need.
1: President Biden says the protests in Cuba are a clarion call for freedom. Now to southern Iraq. (laughs) where a fire at a hospital has killed more than 60 people and injured more than 100 others. Officials say sparks from bad wiring blew up an oxygen tank. There's where the Trump Organization has removed Allen Weisselberg from officer positions at several of its subsidiaries, but he will remain with the company. Weisselberg and the company were indicted earlier this month for allegedly running a tax fraud scheme. Miles of Los Angeles area beaches were closed yesterday by a 17 million gallon spill from a sewage treatment plant. Water tests will determine when they can reopen. In Denver, it was a big night for a big man. As Alonzo comes out of the timeout and walks it off. What a finish. Alonzo defends his title. New York Mets slugger Pete Alonzo wins baseball's home run derby again on ESPN. I'm a power hitter and for me I I think I'm the best power hitter on the planet. Truly a a dream come true for me. He topped Trey Mancini in the final round swatting six home runs in the final 30 seconds of his at-bat to win by one. Alonzo thanked his parents for letting him stay up late to watch the home run derby when he was a kid. They held a boat parade in Tampa for the hockey champs, the Lightning. Lightning! And the only injury, it seems, was to the Stanley Cup. It was dented and is off to Montreal for repairs. Emmy nominations come out today to honor TV's best. Since I've joined this family, it's not been easy. Netflix' The Crown is a top contender in the drama category, along with Hulu's Handmaid's Tale and Netflix's hugely popular newbie, Bridgerton. This is what happens. When one is angry. When one burns for someone who does not feel the same. In the comedy category... Ted Lasso welcome wagon has arrived. Critics pick Apple TV's Ted Lasso as the lock, with a pair of HBO Max originals, The Flight Attendant, and Hacks also in the running. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. U.S. News and World Report says the best place to live in the U.S. is Boulder, Colorado, because of a high quality of life, good job market, and desirability. The magazine also considered resilience during the pandemic. Raleigh-Durham, North Carolina, moving up to number two. Huntsville, Alabama, Fayetteville, Arkansas, and Austin, Texas in the top five. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News